What would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. You know, Doctor, I'm getting a little tired of the sexual innuendo. In your endo. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, coming up on episode 69, we've got some Apparently the kids are obsessed with that number. But we're talking about some dead bodies in restaurants. We're talking about Black Adam and we've got so much more. I'm Mike Fish and I am joined as always by generic lens-faced man, Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes, we're coming to you behind a mask. This This is probably making this microphone broadcast sound awful. I don't know how long I'm actually going to tolerate this mask during the episode. It sounds like you're like recording this from the other room. Okay, you know we we definitely can't have that. I love a good gimmick, but all right, this is my Halloween mask. Ta-da! Ta-da! And I've got for those watching the video version, I've got my uh, Golden Ghouls T-shirt on in commemorative. Well, this is the last episode for Halloween, so I guess that's as much Halloween as we got. Well, we have got a, a little spooky. Spooky something coming up, but uh, yeah, this thing got all fogged up inside. It's gross. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to do that for an hour. No, so thank you for talking me out of that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Ah, it's been a while. It's been like it feels like it's been two weeks since we've done an episode. It feels like an eternity. How you been? Yes, uh, I'm a little. Yeah, I'm just finally back to zero. Um, I'm sorry to everyone, the Serb Squad, and the rest of the world that we missed last week. We we wanted to do an episode, and my work just literally got in the way um having said that though mike i want to already give you a quick shout out here dude I, I know how hard you put into every episode how much effort you put into every episode and uh on several podcasts i listened to the waffle box news team out scooped uh two or three times in the past two weeks yeah that we roll yeah yeah well they're getting like they're basically they're not giving us credit that's what you're trying to say they're stealing our news they're definitely stories. not giving us credit no they're definitely not giving us credit but uh you you scooped them on those stories anyway that's what i do yeah man Just, you're good at it yeah you know, yeah you got to do something to avoid doing real work and that's that's what i do during the day proper <sighs> so uh quick announcement before we get into episode 69 of waffle box uh we just like to make a, an official announcement that waffle box has uh dropped Kanye West from all endorsements of this podcast. You know, he's, he's net, we're now longer, no longer, you know, sending him any, any checks. We're sending him no checks. And unless he does something courageous, unless he runs into a building and saves a child, unless, unless he solves the world hunger crisis, we will, and hopefully it never gets to the case if he dies, but we will not be talking about Kanye West because I think we are just, we're just feeding this frenzy with the rest of the media. And I, I don't appreciate it, honestly. So, He's, he's, he's wildly out of control and he's going to get himself or someone else hurt. What I have to say, the, the, out, the, out, the outcome, I guess, of his latest thing, uh, where if you don't know, now you know, uh, he's officially been dropped by many people, including Adidas, after his anti-Semitic things that we uh, discussed two weeks ago. 
And a lot of, as you, you know, whenever something like this happens, you always get the morons online going, what about free speech? What about free speech, man? And that doesn't, the the, the US constitution, for one, doesn't cover hate, like free speech doesn't cover hate speech. And he, you know, just as he, I guess he's got a right to say what he wants. And he also got the right to dump him. And also, this is our rant I was already going on before. So I've been rehearsing this. Here's the thing, right? People have been saying, oh, why, you know, out of all the things Kanye West has said, from, you know, the White Lives Matter t-shirt to saying, you know, apparently George Floyd. Oh, oh my God, oh, is this going here? Uh, Jesus, am I okay. like, what the, is that going to blow like up? This. One second, right? Pause. No. <laughs> you didn't know it did that, did you? Oh, I had to just turn that light off in case it gave anyone a seizure or it blew up in the background in the middle of an episode. Um, I doubt it would have blown up, but yes, seizure, not impossible. Good yeah. good choice, Mike. Yeah, thank you. Um, Where was I? Yeah, so he did see you know, his White Lives Matter t-shirt saying that George Floyd died in other ways. He wasn't actually hurt by the police officers. So saying slavery was a choice. And all those things, and people say, like, oh, why is he only being dropped now from Validas? And here's a little background scoop from your European friend. I'm not saying this was the main reason, but for those that don't know, Adidas is a German company. It's a, it's a worldwide conglomerate, mm. but it's a German company. And okay. if you didn't already know, Germany had a Let's just say a little bit of an awkward relationship with the Jewish people. And so now in Germany, they have taken a full 180 and now they are very much, we do not want to associate with our past. So they take anti-Semitic stuff extremely serious. And so I'm pretty not surprised why a German company would be like, fuck that. We don't want to be associated with him. Bye, 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 bye. So that's one. This is uh, Franz Adidas in his sleep. So... <laughs> we love the Jews. <laughs> we love the Jews. Okay. Um, Although, fun fact. That's a callback. The founder of Adidas, his first name was Adolf. Oh. Yeah. Well, well his, 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 uh, his heir is now named Franz. So I'm saying. But just, here. Here's a little fun fact. So here's a free, free fun fact for you. Um, just in oh. case you know want to use this for your friends and seem intelligent so back in the day in like the 1920s there were two brothers oh. rudolf dassler and adolf dassler and they founded a company called the dassler brothers shoe factory and then oh. 20 years later or so i don't know the background story but basically they ended up not liking each other and so they split off to found two separate com- companies. Adolf, whose nickname oh. as a child was Addy, Addy Dassler, formed Adidas. And Rudolf, his brother, formed Puma. Huh. I don't know what rumor is. Puma, Puma, Puma. Oh, Puma. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Just the facts, ma'am. That's pretty fascinating. Just the facts, ma'am. So there you go. You can use that for free. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense too because they've always been sort of similar in style. Um, don't ask me to cite any references, relatives. but 
little relatives. Wow. There you go. There's your, there's your weekly Kanye West fix. Never again. Never again. Unless he, like I say, saves a bunch no of much. children from a burning building. Unless he sets the building on fire himself just to try to get some public, you know, good mm. press, then bad. He's time. not above that either, I bet. No. Don't be yeah. setting any houses on fire, Kanye. We're watching you. Or should we call him the artist formerly known as Kanye? Because he's mm. yay now. Yay. Mm. Oh, anyway, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Time um, for the show. As it is our 69th episode. Giggity, 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 giggity. I did a little bit of a background. You know, I want to get some something sexual in the show. Ooh, sexual. Like sexual. a lady. And so TNT Magazine recently mm. uh, published an article about the top... 10 sexually related injuries that they'd found. And so I thought, you know, I'd look through this list and come up with my, my favorites and I'll uh, read them out to you. So, so, you know, this is a public service so people can hear these kind of things and hopefully avoid them. So we have less sexual injuries, which I think is a good thing. Um, so it gets wild as you can imagine. So first one is a seemingly fit young woman which I'm assuming in this context means very physically well. Whereas in England, if you say she's a fit woman, that just means she's a good looking woman. But so I'm assuming mm. she's, you know, she's in physical tip top Probably condition. nice and healthy. Indeed. Hey. Hey. So this fit young woman went to the doctors claiming that she had a persistent cough for over six months. Oh, which is normally not a good sign because they say if you had a cough for over like is it a week or something, then that's normally not a good sign. Six months she had this cough. Um, and so they did some tests, ran some tests. Turns out the cause wasn't a cold or a nasty bug, but rather a condom that been accidentally inhaled during Palacio. Wow. What? Yeah, ah. I, I have several questions as well. <laughs> What are yours? So how did how she not like the guy was clearly wearing a condom when she started and then wasn't wearing a condom when when they finished like did did so not to get all graphic here, but I guess this is a sexual uh, story like so like did the guy climax and then she just kept going and then as he got soft like (laughs) well, maybe she had hiccups. Was she drunk? Oh, was she that drunk that she didn't realize it happened? But I you'd mean, like I said, you'd have to you'd like to think you know if you you know you're doing doing the the thing, and then afterwards oh where's the condom gone? I'm assuming you do a little search and rescue operation. Let's try to find this, and then immediately I, I imagine she starts I've just going torn that sucker off and thrown <laughs> it off into the void and <laughs> never found it again. <laughs> no. Well, you'd put two and two together there, but apparently not. Now, the worst story, the worst story is, and you know, you know it's going to go well when this, the article starts with a 20-year-old man, reportedly healthy and sober at the time, mm-hmm. was hospitalized complaining of rectal pain. Mm. A digital examination revealed a stony, hard mass, and the patient soon admitted that he'd been fooling around with his partner and they decided to pour concrete mix into his anus. 
<laughs> so luckily what <laughs> so yeah so um luckily the doctors were able to remove the concrete so the patient was able to be discharged the following day Apple, no, was, I'm... It, was it the shape of his canal like did it, was it in the form of his backdoor canal or was it just you know chunks and rocks it, it, i'll be honest it didn't go into that kind of information but i am never one to judge anyone on their you know sexual fetishes i think we need to, I think we need to start judging mike <laughs> but um at no point in my youth did i think you know what would be really hot if you stuffed concrete mix in my ass i don't i don't just just use a dildo no this doesn't happen to women at least at least it's never reported that some some woman has poured concrete mix into her asshole like it's always guys it's light bulbs little toy cars like like uh, produce like things are always getting stuck up guys butts but we never hear about this from from women and if that's maybe why they're the smarter sex i guess i don't know um but guys stop putting things in your butt no, oh, well, I mean that's that's where the G spot is. So, I mean, within I'm reason, judge. If, within yeah, if you want to put if you yeah. want to put things in your butt, we're not gonna, you know, we're not within gonna. That's but not concrete mix. Yeah, things are gonna put you in the hospital. Keep them out of your butt. <laughs> yeah, like light bulbs. That's another one. Yeah, like, where are you getting? Like I imagine, like his his man's just bent over in front of like a cement mixer, and he's just like, all right, here. <laughs> And then yeah, at no little... point during the so okay, so we've got the we got the concrete mix, okay, okay, and pour, pour some like, water is there a in there. Involved in this, Let's, like... at no point did the making of the concrete mix did they go? Actually, maybe this is a bad idea. Has his a hole been so prolapsed that they could just like pour a glass in at a time, like? Or was it like you know one of those like funnels? And... Like this is definitely a sideshow. Like this is something you could see at the circus freak show. This you know. Jesus Christ. Guys, stop putting stuff in your butts. Be safe with the butt stuff. Be boys very and girls. safe. Especially boys. Anyway, let's talk about nicer things. Let's talk <sighs> about dead bodies. Um, Yay! So, <laughs> this story comes to us from Fox 5 in Washington, D.C., even though the story didn't happen in D.C. Just to what to be clear. So what ha ha happened was, so there was this restaurant called Jasper's, which seems like a fun place. Apparently, it's a chain yeah. restaurant. I've never heard of it, but uh, there you go. It's in Largo, which is in Princess Prince George's County in, I believe, Maryland. I could be wrong, but anyway. So police said they received a call around six thirty p.m. on Wednesday. For a woman unconscious inside the Jasper's bathroom. Medics who responded to the scene on the gives the address, doesn't really matter, found the deceased page patron uh, patron, and she said most likely died of a heart attack. This isn't the controversial thing. So this woman's had a heart attack in the bathroom, must have been, you know. What did she have for dinner? 
But um, according to the police report, the woman's bathroom was closed off to customers. However, the men's bathroom remained open for everyone to use. Uh, the restaurant was full, and reports said tables were still being seated while the woman laid lifeless in the restroom. And so people were like kicking off, being like, How did you stay open while there was a dead body in the bathroom? And I'm kind of like, I don't know what your thoughts on this are, but I'm kind of like, What's the problem? What's the problem? It's not like she was sitting at a table. If she was like sitting at a table and there's literally a dead body in the middle of the dinner table, like, then fair enough. But if this is in the bathroom and it's locked off so no one can go in and see the dead body, I, I haven't got well, one. It's, what's your, what's your it's already an inconvenience for all those women who have to go into the men's room. And it's an inconvenience for all those men to walk in the men's room and find a woman using one of the stalls. Um, on top of all that, this has to be a, a food health issue again it's the restaurant so any dead bodies anywhere on the premises be it not in the kitchen or in the dining room or wherever it's a little closed long enough to get the body out of there um that's where i'm at with it yeah i mean i guess maybe but it takes three hours maybe it takes seven hours as long as the food isn't being prepared in the kit in the bathroom, then what's the problem? Hopefully not. Um, but the owner, Fred Rosenthal, said the coroner did not arrive until two hours later, and the woman's body was eventually removed from the side door of the restaurant. Um, if people yeah, feel no, that we Star Trek, yeah, if people feel that we disrespect them in any way, that is not what we're trying to do. Um, they later released a statement uh, saying, quote, last night, one of our customers tragically passed away within our establishment. On behalf of our ownership, management and staff, we send the sincerest and most heartfelt support and condolences to the deceased's family. We will be reaching out to the family to see if there is any way we can support them in this time of grief. Maybe give them free breadsticks for free, life. Yeah, free food. Come, come, respect the deceased, whilst you have some uh, some tacos, yeah. um, we immediately this contacted. Is clearly, a unique situation. Oh. oh yeah, we immediately contacted county authorities and followed their protocol and procedure. Under the authorities' guidance, we closed the area to patrons until all emergency services could arrive and followed the direction of the authorities. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't what, what are you going to do? Like, it's what, a unique situation. Tell everyone this definitely away? doesn't happen every day. Um, you know what, though? It's opening the conversation for like, what's going on in the women's room? Uh, ma'am, I'm just trying to serve you some water and take your order. But what's going on? Uh, a woman died. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. We gotta go now. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll just say no. So, oh, someone's been taken ill. So until the ambulance arrives. Swiftly. I mean, that would be the better play, but folks wouldn't, again... No one knows how to handle this correctly. But I don't like, see. I don't see the big yeah. like, when people are saying, "Oh, they, you've disrespected her." Have you? Really? Mm, I don't. Yeah, I'm taking disrespect out of this. I'm more worried about like food contamination and all that bullshit. Like again, like so many unnecessary questions. The wait staff has to keep answering whether it's a truth, the truth or a lie. Like, what's going on there? Someone had food poisoning. Oh my god! Did they get the claws off the bathroom? There's very bad food poisoning. Like, well, we shouldn't eat here then. Like, we don't want to get food poisoning. You know, or just too many, too many asterisks, too many variables. Like, just close the fucking place down till the body's gone. Shit. No one has to knock, talk about it after that. Yeah, we were closed. We needed to, we needed to do a little cleaning today, or a private party happened. 
That's all they need to know. Could have been worse. Gordon Ramsay could have showed up. Could you imagine that? <laughs> That'd or, be a great John episode Tafford. of Kitchen Nightmares. John Tafford's Bar Rescue too. That would be the most controversial. Shut it down! Shut it down! <laughs> there you go. Difference. What do you, what do you think, listeners, loyal listeners? Let us know at Waffle Box Pod. Do you think they should have shut it down, or do you, uh, do you not see an issue with them keeping it open? Let us know at Waffle Box Pod yeah. on the Twitter sphere. Ah, uh, wonderful stuff. Um, before we wrap up the first half of this week's show, episode 69, it's now time for this week's Halloween special of the dumbest world record of the week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, Netflix. They like to do some shows. They did many of these shows. And this one particular show is now a world record holder. Kush, have you ever seen the horror mystery thriller show, The Midnight Club? No, I'm not familiar with it. Me neither. So I don't know if it's any good. <laughs> but um, so apparently it's broken the world record for the most scripted jump scares in a television episode. Okay. This world records announced that the feat, oh sorry, they announced the feat on Wednesday saying that the episode's 21 jump scares was a new record. Uh, Guinness defines the jump, jump scare as a pre-planned action ex- executed with the intent to make a person jump. No, yeah, thanks for thanks for defining that for us, Guinness. Uh, the series is based on Christopher Pike's 1994 novel on the same name. The show follows a graduating high school senior who is awaiting admission to Stanford University. How thrilling. Here's why it's like 20. Like, personally, I don't know how you feel about horror movies and all that good stuff. Mm. I think the jump scare one is outplayed and too lazy writing, if you're quite frankly. And so this Netflix show, I did a little bit of research because, again, never seen it. It's one of those, it's like um, each episode, you know, around like the, the 50 to 60 minute mark. Mm-hmm. So this one episode, which I haven't watched and I won't, basically features a jump scare on average every two and a half minutes. That's yeah. ridiculous. That gets, that gets incredibly, incredibly old. Yeah. Um I'm okay with the jump scare. It needs to be used properly. In fact, uh, this past autumn, or just a few months ago, we had the movie Smile. Shit, it might have even been less than a month ago. Smile. Great use of jump That's scares in this movie. That's a fucking creepy fucking... Did you see it? No, but I've sort of traded no, no, that. That was a okay. freak me the fuck out already, so I don't want to watch it. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You, you don't have to watch it. Um, great use of jump scares, though, that are all legit terrifying really got my heart racing like oh my god and <laughs> clutch my jack <laughs> that's my pearls Ooh, that is it get it hot in here Ooh. but yeah there are other moves that use it way too much but every two and a half minutes it's just at some point like this you're just you're playing a drinking game i guess but by the way you'll be poisoned by the end of the episode yeah yeah but, uh, yeah, majority of them are just it's like they always do the music you know, 
and then like the protagonist is like always looking at like a, a bathroom cabinet or something and it's slowly mm-hmm. zooming in oh here it comes and, it closes it, and there's like a cat oh. or it's never, a zombie. It's, it's never anything good is it it's always like a cat or oh it's a mouse fuck uh and in, in, in smile again all I, th- I think they keep it to rule of three but all done very well all done very well Done classly, not, and not the cat. It's done classly, classly. I say, I yes. say, yeah. Done properly, done respect, done respectfully with care. But also, let me bring this up. Quick shout out. Oh. By the way, I was I, maybe I was going to save it to next week, but this this this. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, but I, I, about I, it. A good friend, Mister David Rush. Oh. He's back at it, and he has officially broken his 250th Guinness World Record. Is the record breaking all the records? That would make sense, wouldn't it? Like the world record holder for most world records. That that seems like a give me. Yeah, seems like a give me. Maybe that was 249. But then, see, so here's the thing: if you do that, so if you say this, say David Rush has broken the the Guinness World Records for most Guinness World Records broken. Mm-hmm. And then he breaks another world record. Mm-hmm. So then, in theory, he's broken the world record for most Guinness World Records again. Is that so? Is that, is that like a twofer? Does it, does it keep? Is it like a never-ending Russian doll situation? Ooh. Each each yeah, yeah, world yeah. record I mean, keeps unbending another world record because he's broken the previous world record. Yes, yes. I mean, it just it, it's it's perpetual. It goes on forever. So now he, he gets he could do two at a time. What a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, he broke the world record for uh, for furthest distance to blow a pee. <laughs> God bless this man. I know. I still. I, I'm going to keep tweeting him. David Rush, have, please you know come David on Rush. the show. Come on the show, dude. I have questions. We need answers. Also, we are at the Waffle Box. Are attempting. We're not going to say what, but we're attempting to set our own world record. And I would love your advice. More details to follow way down the road. But David Rush, get at us. God damn it, man. Do you want to know how far he blew a pee? I do. How far did he blow that pee? He blew a pee 24 feet and 7.6 inches. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Why not? It's a good lung. It's close. I mean, I could have only gone three feet. I was expecting him to like something like five feet, but like twenty-four feet. Shit, good for you, David Rush. I don't think I'd be able to blow it. Like, unless you see, what's the surface now? What's the because if you grease up the surface, maybe it's like some shiny, you know, laminate flooring that makes it a lot easier. Well, no, because the the distance is where it bounces. It has to that first bounce. That's where it lands, and then where it goes no, from there. Uh, <clears> no, I think relevant. by the looks of the picture, it looks like he's laying on the floor. So I think he places the pee on the floor, and then he goes. Ooh. Oh, really? Okay, so he, I was expecting rolls. a straw and like him doing like doing that bullshit. But okay, oh. it's also interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Quick, we have quest David Rush. Get David, at us, man. David. We need answers. Come, come to us. Come, come on, man. Us. He's in New Jersey. I'm in San Francisco. Just meet us in the middle. It's all going to be on Zoom anyways. Just come on. 
maybe oh if we can get i know it's still a while away but if we could get him for the 100th episode of waffle box that'd be pretty sweet Ooh, that'd be so yeah. much special stuff going on in the episode that'd be dope david rush get ass get ass david rush respond to my tweets damn it russian kush come on together at last let's go give the people what they want uh. rush, Mike and rush fish and kush it's like a the boy band no one knew they wanted until they got it. Ah, oh, that wraps up the first up to be speaks Waffle Box episode 69. Still to come, we've got <laughs> that's is that does that count as a jump scare? Because that, that freaks you out every time I do it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> um I was definitely not scared. We've got uh the middle of the show quiz coming up. We've got a black Adam. Movie review, feel good story of the week, and so much more. But stay tuned. We'll be right back after this quick break. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Wolfbox episode 69. Still to come, we're reviewing Black Adam. You are getting sick of that, aren't you, Kush? Um, I'm confused by it. I'm wildly confused. It's Quagmire from Family Guy. Giggity. I know that. Oh, there. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the middle show quiz. As always, as we come back from the ads, I quiz Mr. Hayes, who claims to be this expert on movies. So I guess he doesn't claim that. I'm just making that up. So I I'm quiz- claiming it now, though, stupid. Claiming it now. Dibs. So I quiz him on the week's movie topic, which of course is Black Adam. So this week's quiz is all about Rock the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> that was very good. Thanks. If you haven't listened or watched this show before, I give him five questions. Obviously, the aim of the game is to get best three out of five or a nice clean sweep five out of five. If he gets the question right, he hears this noise. Which makes him happy. If he gets a question wrong, he hears this noise. Which makes him sad. Nice and simple. Five questions. Chris Hayes, are you ready to be quizzed? I'm ready. Let the quizzing begin. Fuck you. So question number one. Obviously, Dwayne Johnson, before he became a Super mega star in Hollywood was a professional wrestler. At what event? Now, what the event and the year did The Rock, or Rocky Maivia as he was then known, make his debut for the World Wrestling Federation? SummerSlam 1996. Oh, he was close. He was close. It was Survivor the, the Series. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. I said SummerSlam. Oh my God. They're both SSS. I, I have to give up my Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're, you're a pro wrestling Hall of Famer. Shame. Shame. Survivor Series, not SummerSlam. God damn it. Damn you, Vince. Well, you got one more chance to redeem yourself as the next question is right. also wrestling related. What was okay. the first championship? That the Rock won in the World Wrestling Federation. 
Uh, intercontinental. Yeah. Bonus point, can you tell me who he beat? I almost want to say the ultimate warrior, but it was someone else of, of distinct note. Um, Actually, I've my I can't remember now. It's one of two people. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't the honky tonk man. Jake the Snake Roberts. No, I, he's either Triple H or Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, now I forgot. Oh, fuck. But it doesn't matter. Anyway. Budge and Graham Crackers. Um, okay. Question number three. Before he officially left professional wrestling, he started doing some movies. What mm -hmm. movie did The Rock, as he was still known then, make his acting debut? The Mummy Returns. Oh, don't call it a comeback. 2-1, two, 2-1 one, two, one, Kush. Alright, alright. Now, as many people know, when you put... Haku Dwayne... Machete. Haku Machete, the Scorpion King. What a guy, what a guy. As many people know, if you put Dwayne Johnson on the bill, you're going to be making lots of moolah, lots of money, money, money. Now, can you tell me, there we go, make it rain. Can you tell me, as of recording this, released Wednesday, October 26th, 2022, what is The Rock's, Dwayne Johnson's, highest grossing movie? believe it's Stan Andreas. Like Black this weekend's Black Adam is his biggest opening, but I think San Andreas is his biggest film to date. Question mark. It's oh. actually Furious 7. Of course it is. A goddamn billion dollars. Rest in peace, Paul. 1.5 billion dollar he dues. Yeah. Woo! Right, it's two two. Two 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 two. He's in so much not of that movie. Yeah, I know. I I almost like disqualified it because he's, he's obviously he's not the main guy, but he, yeah. yeah, no, it's still his movie. He's still he's in it. He still made a I check. Know. You're right. You're right to keep it. Yep. Question number five. It's the tiebreaker. It's tiebreaker. Dwayne Johnson is obviously a man of many talents. Not only a professional wrestler, he's an actor, but he's got a bunch of businesses in the books. Can you tell me the name of Dwayne Johnson's tequila? Oh, um, I want to say it's Seven Bucks, but that's that's the name of his production that's company. His production company, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. He's always promoting it too, which is sad. Oh, Terramana, Terramana tequila. Ah, yeah, well. I think it's got his signature right, well. But yeah, seven bucks production. Take the walk of shame now. Uh, apparently, apparently, he says that's uh, the amount of money he had in his pocket when he uh, went to venture into the world. But mm -hmm. I guess I believe him. I don't know. Yeah. It's always a very weird stat when someone says, I came to America with $3 in my pocket. And a and dream. I own a textile factory. <laughs> <laughs> I came to America. Like, yeah, I came to Who'd America. You rob? With, uh, probably, yeah, maybe a hundred dollars in my pocket. But then I also had a credit well, card. I was in your pocket. That's helped. Oh, there. there you go. 
<laughs> no one ever talks about the credit card. No. See, I bet, yeah. What was his credit line like? Huh? Dwayne? <laughs> well, probably back then, not very much. Yeah. People want to know. And he claims to be the people's champion. Anyway. Let's uh let's remove some people from history because god damn it, as we always say, this planet Earth is overcrowded, so we need to delete people from history one at a time. And this week, <sighs> trapdoor segment. I don't know, I'm not gonna say trapdoor segments of the week. It's not that's just trapdoor segment. There you go. Roll the roll the roll, roll, roll the clip. Roll the clip. Roll the clip, Jerry. So we're continuing our theme. We started on people's name beginning with A. We went to B, and then funny enough, we went to C. And here we land at people beginning with D. So I'm going to give oh, you no. four people whose name begin with D. That's, there we go. Thanks for the people watching at home. It's like Sesame Street with lower budget. Uh, I'm going to give you D. four. <laughs> the week is D. Is it El- no, it's got to be Elmo, isn't it? Kush has given you the D. D. Hey, Kush has given you the D on the 69th episode. What? So the four celebrities whose names begin with D are Dave Chappelle. Okay. Dave Franco. Interesting. Donald Glover. Mm -hmm. And Danny Glover. Oh, so Dave sure Chappelle, Dave has. Franco, Danny Glover, Donald Glover. Which one has seen his last day on this beautiful sphere that we call Earth? Show you what I should have Danny Glover, but because he is so old, you know, he's, he's too old for this shit. Days. God damn it, he is too old for this shit. Great claw, Mike Fish. However, he's still a national treasure. So he's safe. He's and, uh, he he def- helped defuse a well, no, he didn't defuse the bomb, but he had a bomb while he was taking a shit. Save the cat. Save the cat. Him and uh is it old, Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson yep. jumped into a bathtub together. I bet you know, I'm assuming obviously, you know, we're now we're going up into a tangent. So he's on he's on the toilet taking a shit as he discovers the bomb. And so yes. Mel Gibson grabs him and pulls him into the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny Glover's pants he... are still around his ankles. Yeah, did he did he wipe? No. Like, what was the situation there? I bet the situation is he was probably very smelly and uncomfortable, and his dick touched Mel Gibson. Oh, there's probably like his ankles still some drippage on Mel Gibson's jeans, probably oh. or his shirt. Oh, it all depends on where on where Mr. Glover is laying. Is he laying on his tummy, or is he laying against his thigh? It's it's all uncomfortable, kids. But luckily, I guess think about I mean, it till now. If you found out there's a bomb on the toilet whilst you're trying to take a shit, you know, a little bit of background. If you're not familiar with the human anatomy of the men, with the man with the penis, um, if you are very scared, sometimes you know your penis goes into fight or flight mode, shall we say, and goes. Mm. So maybe sometimes it's a scared turtle. So yeah, maybe uh, sometimes it's a maybe, hose. It wasn't, maybe it wasn't so bad. So maybe when he was laying on top of Mel Gibson, you know, there was just uh, a little bush. Rather than uh, we'll never know. 
Maybe that's the director's we'll cut. I actually anyway. want to say there is a line where Mel Gibson goes, God damn, you got to put your pants back on. But regardless. Probably, yeah, because I imagine at that time during, you know, it was hilarious to make the uh, oh, I'm not gay kind of joke. So maybe. And they did that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Different okay. times, folks. Anyway, so different times. Time. But so Danny Glover's safe. Danny Glover, Danny... Oakland native. Danny Glover's safe. Official. Oakland native Danny Glover is safe. So we've got Donald Glover, Dave Chappelle, Dave Franco left. Donald Glover. Goddamn, this guy is a modern day renaissance man. He writes, he produces, he acts, he sings. What what doesn't this guy do? Uh, I've been enjoying the fourth season of Atlanta, which somehow came out immediately after the third season of Atlanta. Well, the fourth and, one uh, normally comes after the third one. But like immediately, like there wasn't very much time in between the two. Normally it's like a year. No, these these things are like three months apart. It's uh it's wild. So um Donald Glover, safe. Oh, Donald Glover, safe. The Glovers, the Glovers, safe. So we're down to Chappelle and Franco, the two Daves. Dave Chappelle. Honestly, Dave Chappelle is the funniest man currently alive right now. Like, no one's doing it bigger than him. He's got a lot of weird controversy surrounding him. We're not getting into that. But you know what? Short story. Dave Chappelle, safe! (sighs) Unfortunately, Mr. Dave Franco, well, someone has to go. And while I think you're very talented, and I've enjoyed most of the projects you've been in, including uh, the film you did with Jamie Foxx about the vampire hunters by day with Snoop Dogg, whatever it's called um yeah you're 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 definitely the weakest of this three doesn't mean that you're not strong just means of these four you're the you're the weakest link so dave franco take care and uh, i'm sure we'll see your brother very soon joining you spoiler alert for when we get to jay (laughs) that's not too far away you just give me a great idea now now i need to go away and get another audio clip for episode 70 so now you are the weakest 70 dude bye oh bit of weakest link action there lovely 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 Mm, yeah that's a very timely reference is that show even on anymore i honestly have no idea but uh i I know it would be the same stuffy british lady because of the syndication stuff yeah what was her i can't i can picture her face but i can't remember her name she was a thing for literally like 16 weeks and then the show just went into syndication. I think like Meredith Vieira took over. Like, you'll find game shows that have their prime time slot, and you know the big name. It's Steve Harvey. And then there's the syndicate version. It's like here's Louis Anderson. R.I.P. Louis. Yeah, I want to say because I'm sure I saw a new episode a couple of years ago on Hulu. So maybe it's still on. But I don't know who's mm. hosting it anymore. But yeah, Steve Harvey. Goddamn, that man's the king of the game show. No one touches him. Mm-hmm. No Shut up. Touch him either. Stand up. Shut up. All right. Let's talk about some movies. We've already quizzed Kush Hayes on Dwayne Johnson. Let's see what he's been up to in this week's Kush's movie review. Kush's movie review. Because his movie review this week features superhero from the DC universe. Oh, before we get into it, did you see the big news today? Or yesterday, technically, because, you know, it's Wednesday now, not Tuesday when we're recording this. See the big news that came out about DC? DC? You have to be more specific. Oh, okay. Are you talking about James Gunn and James so-and-so? James Gunn. Take- 
He's now the head of creative for DC. Now the rebranded DC Studios or whatever it's called. That's that's yeah, it's uh, the DCEU. It's all the same. Anyway, um, Some great news. for you, James Gunn. It was not even a decade ago that you came out with the movie Super, starring Rain Wilson. And while I thought it's a fantastic movie. Critically, it was only okay, and financially, it bombed hard. And I remember you being on the Doug Loves Movies podcast, promoting it, and being very cranky that day, because just of everything I just said, Super was not the blockbuster people thought it would be. And uh, good for you, dude. You've come a very long way. You even got canceled, and now you're the head of the fucking studio. He was, he, was in the, he was in like the, the cancel room. We were like Kanye yeah. West, and then he was like, actually, you know what? I'm going to carry on working. I'll see you later. I want to get a cup of coffee over here. I've, 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 don't worry. He snuck out. But yeah, I mean, he I'm obviously he's out. been doing doing his thing, but mm-hmm. I think his big, obviously his big break was the was it Guardians of the Galaxy. That was his like first yes. major thing. And then he did Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Then he mm-hmm. went to DC and did uh, Suicide Squad. Well, he got Squad. canceled. Then he got canceled. And then DC was like, we're just going to scoop you up. And then, and then Marvel that. Studios were like, "Wait, what? We wait, wait, we wait, can come back. We can still we we can still use him, and no one really we can cares." Talk about this. Can you come back? And so he's done Guardians of the Galaxy three and the holiday special, which comes out next month, which I'm very excited about. That is coming up, isn't it? Have you seen the trailer? No. Oh, do you I don't know. Sp- there's a trailer for it. Do you want me to spoil a little bit about it? I don't care. Oh, God. If you so obviously, about you know, is in he um Star Lord Peter Quill makes reference in some of the earlier God of the Guardians of the Galaxy that um he's a big fan of Kevin Bacon from Footloose. Okay. And right. so to cheer up Peter Quill, because it's Christmas time and he's you know, he's missing Christmas and all that good stuff. they don't explain how, but um Oh, and to cheer up because he's lost his, you know, his his love of his life. Um, what's the fuck? Uh, Batista's character, um, uh, Drax, 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 and the the woman with the mantis. Mantis, thank you. Mantis. Somehow they travel to modern day Earth, and they try mm-hmm. to kidnap Kevin Bacon to take to Star Lord. <laughs> See, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. I'm in. And I'm all in. A bunch of people, as you can imagine, on Twitter are like, oh, this looks so stupid. It's a holiday special. It's supposed to be stupid. It's supposed to be charming. It's just, it's not serious. Relax. Yeah, I agree. So I'm thoroughly looking forward to that. Anyway, back to DC. Yeah, no, back to DC. I'm feeling it. So I was in Target the other day, and they had a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special Lego set already. And I was just like, Damn. well, I don't want to see that because of spoilers. But I, I distinctly saw the box. And I was like, oh. That's interesting. It's only September, but okay. Yeah. Like, I wonder if Kevin Bacon is a Lego minifigure. Like, and how great it, would that be? And oh, when it, and if you every time you pick him up, his his foot comes off, just so that when parents take the toy back, that the they can go. Oh yeah, no, his foot's supposed to be loose. Yeah. Oh, anyway, oh my god, this has gone off the rails. Black Adam, starring Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> Tell the people 
about this movie, Kush. Oh, it's frozen. It's Black Adam. It took. Oh, whoop, whoop, oh take a breather. Whoop. Take a breather. Take a breather. Your your uh, your Wi-Fi's trying to catch up. One second. All right, give it a go. Give it a go. Took fifteen years to make. This has been Dwayne Johnson's passion project for the DCEU. It's uh. For some reason, the PG thirteen, despite being wildly violent, there's no blood. Like, but at one point, you know, Dwayne Johnson literally grabs a man and splits him in half, down long ways. Like, they, this, this is Ooh, a very ways. violent movie. Um, like a long a, way, yeah. Like a like, like, the head turkey, to the turkey wishbone. Nope, nope. Goes for the skull and goes down. Actually, yeah, it's not uh, the way I'd have done it, but you know, hey, each their own. Very violent very violent he, he disintegrates some people he, he literally melts a man like lots of violence happening in this film and it's part of the shazam property did you see shazam in 2019 mike did i thoroughly okay. enjoyed it that's delightful right it, it was the best kind of stupid it's a family film family 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 this is the exact opposite it's still you know shazam powers Black Adam can only turn into Black Adam when he says Shazam or vice versa, but it's, it's oh, so he has to say Shazam more violent. He still has to say Shazam. Oh, so he can't just be walking around as like regular guy and then just yells Black Adam. Surprisingly, no. Surprisingly, no. This is so why uh... wait? So why is Shazam called Shazam, and Black Adam isn't also called Shazam? What's going on there? Well, Black Adam, his name is actually Teth Adam, which sounds a lot like Death Adam, but that's I'm sure there's a whole explanation behind that. Um, Black Any Adam... relation, can you confirm, for the cross-multiverse, is Black Adam related to Black Tom from Deadpool? Those are two different properties. That's uh, DC, the other one's Marvel, so no. I appreciate you giving me a serious answer to my ridiculously stupid question. I know. I, I just, but other people might go like, "No, is that our thing? Tell oh, us yeah. more. Black, tell us about Black Tom. I don't know anything about Black Tom. Wait, so, it's Marvel and DC. Oh, how could you? No, this one's Marvel, one's DC. What are you doing? I mean, some people don't know. Some people just don't know, and you should be okay with that. Not everyone needs to know the entire back history of every comic book character. Um, oh, and this movie is actually a perfect proof of that because we get such characters as. Dr. Fate and uh Hawkman. Now, Hawkman growing up for me, I knew of Hawkman, but Hawkman was always just some weird redheaded bearded dude with wings that could fly and carried a spiked mace. Did you ever watch Smallville? Mike, it's okay if you did, did, did you? You did. did, okay. And do you remember, do you remember oh, when they brought in Hawkman for one episode? No, but I remember That's when, okay. when uh, the, the love interest started sex trafficking and went to prison hmm. that was funny that was funny that was funny unless you're the people who got sex trafficked oh but course, uh, yeah. in an episode of smallville they brought in hawkman and <laughs> i had never known hawkman's story before that and he explained this i am the descendant of an ancient egyptian pharaoh and i get my powers from the occult and that sounds all fine and well but when this 
blonde hair, blue eyed Aryan love project is 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 trying to tell you that no, I'm descendant of Egyptians, of Egyptian gods. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck are you trying? So Aldous Hodge actually now takes the place of Hawkman, and he's very good in it. What is weird about this two hour and four minute movie that could actually be shorter is we don't of really course. get an explanation for Hawkman. Hawkman is just a dude with wings and a spiked mace and happens to be the head of the Justice Society of America as opposed to the Justice League. Those are two different things. And the tax reasons they have there's to be a lot of backstory for our, our our quote unquote good guys that we never get any explanation for. Um, Pierce Brosnan, by the way, plays Doctor Fate. Fantastic! You, of course, you, he is. Pierce Brosnan's never really been in a bad movie. Pierce Brosnan in these movies, like he's 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 great. Um, this movie is okay. I enjoyed it. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. I don't like anti-hero bullshit, um, as I've expressed many times on the Waffle Box here. But you know what? Black Adam is literally just murdering mercenaries and and oppressors to the state of this mythical quasi-Egyptian uh, 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 society. Everything in the DC universe is fake. There's still a Manhattan and a New York, but then Smallville's just right down the street and it's its own thing. Like I don't know where we're getting all this land in the DC universe because real property and fake property coexist. Not important. Um, and but for those that don't, aren't super familiar, just to give kind of like a generalized uh, synopsis, if you're not familiar with Black Adam, so basically, oh, oh, someone's home. You can hear the dog in the background. Um, I can hear the dog. Don't worry so about Black me. Adam, basically ish, has the same similar powers to Superman. Where, but the difference is Superman is. Oh, good and for justice, and we have to bring these bad people to justice. And Black Adam's like, "Fuck that! Let's just kill him." Yep. I know it's very, very simplified explanation, but that's uh... yeah, and it's okay. Well, it's it's simplified if this was the regular DC comics, but because this is still the DCEU, like Superman is also incredibly violent, and he he's not rescuing cats out of trees for little girls anymore. Like that, that's a that's actually only happening on like Superman and Lois on the CW shows. By the way, the guy who plays Superman on that show, fantastic. Go watch Superman and Lois. It's very cheesy. It's a TV show, but best Superman that we got currently. Anyway, you got to wait. You, um, you know, because they like to copy them. Eventually, in like four or five years, we're going to have Superman and the Multiverse of Madness, and they're going to have all the Supermen back. Probably, well, they've done that already in the DC shows. They, um, Every year they do a crossover uh, arc where all the DC shows on the CW lead into one another. So you're like, you'll watch Arrow one night, but then you'll need to watch The Flash the next night, and then you need to watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Then you'll need to watch Supergirl the following. Like they they got that shit on lock. So it's just one long event, um, and in one of those events they had um, the Superman from Smallville, who was never Superman. They had the Superman from Superman Returns, and then I want to oh uh, the Superman from now Superman and Lois. So like at one point they were juggling three Supermans in this arc. So they they've done that already, but it doesn't mean they can't still do it for a film. Um, a lot of reviews I'm reading for this, uh, on the average, 
so this movie's not getting great reviews, but at the same time, I'm just like, this is the same as every other superhero movie or comic book movie I've seen, be it DC or Marvel. It's 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 very mediocre. It's right there. But a lot of folks are going like, is this a good movie? No. Did I have fun? Yes. It's like you, you liked the movie or you didn't. Go <sighs> go fuck yourself. Everyone's trying to be a critic. You enjoyed it or you didn't. Yeah, yeah, if if critic, you enjoyed it, it's a good movie. Had a movie. good time. Yeah. I had a good time. Is it the best movie? Of course fucking not. But it was way better than I thought it would be. It 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 conquered a lot of things I had problems with. Again, I don't like anti-heroes, but this guy's only murdering bad people. All right. I don't give a shit. It's fine. Um, what else do I want to say about this? Uh, you know director... what? Just generally, I don't like the phrase anti-hero. I it's not a good Cause, phrase. Cause it, I, I guess I see where they're coming from, but yes, he's being violent, but he's kidding mm-hmm. bad guys. That makes him a good guy. Yeah. There is a scene where Hawkman saves a mercenary from the wrath of Black Adam. And once he releases him, the entire, the entire, everybody within that street sees that and they boo the shit out of Hawkman. Like, fuck you. We wanted him torn in half. For 20 years, you're a superhero. This is the first time you've set foot on our land here. What the fuck is your problem? Black Adam's solving our problems right now, dude. Get the fuck out of here. You're doing nothing for us. You are not needed here, Hawkman, you punk. Go back to Still being like James Bond, you dick. <laughs> this director I've never heard of before, his name is uh, Jamais Collet Sarah. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. It seems very French. He Sounds has done uh, films like Orphan, and uh, he did another horror movie with, uh, that is escaping me right now. But like Black Adam's introduction, quite horrific. You're just like, oh my god, this is terrifying. Like, there's no jump scares. It's still a comic book movie. There's still no blood, but you're just like, Jesus Christ, this dude is killing everybody in this room. Like, like, in- enjoying it, taking his sweet time. Just my dog walking in. Just open the door. Close the, the door. Dog walk in. Don't worry about it. Oh my god, this episode's all over the fucking place. Ah, so anyway, it's a wild episode, Mike Fish. It's a wild episode. Right, the, so. the 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 seizure inducing light, Oreo just coming <laughs> in, just letting herself in and not closing the door. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so how how would you uh, so, how would you rate Black Adam? I'm gonna give it a low four out of five. Like again, it was better than I thought it would be. It is not really any different from any other comic book movie, regardless of the brand. It's it's very pink by numbers, but I still had a good time. It's incredibly violent. I don't know why they tried to keep this a PG-13 instead of just letting it be the R rating it should be. Um, not that that would have made it a better movie, but it's just like, felt like you, you went a little extra effort for no reason. A man, again, literally split in half. Like, blood or no blood? That's horrific, dude. Wait, so <laughs> when the guy gets split in half, there's no blood comes out? No blood comes out. Interesting. He's just like like a like a piece of paper okay and that's we begin to some ideal uh philosophies here is your way better is my way better you know like when when the, the punisher who is an anti-hero the punisher sure he's killing like 
you know, drug smugglers and human traffickers, but then, like, if you also stole a candy bar, he might break your fucking arm. And, and like, Black Adam's not dealing with that. He's like, I'm only, I'm only killing these oppressors. I'm only killing these people oppressing yeah, this land this that I haven't time. lived in in five thousand years. He doesn't get out of bed for robbery. Yeah, yeah. Um, as everyone knows, the worst kept secret in Hollywood is Henry Cavill Superman makes an appearance <gasps> in the uh, post credit scene. It's it's guys, don't go see this movie because of that one scene. It's ten seconds long and it does nothing, and it's probably going to lead to nothing. However, it will tell you that Henry Cavill is still a part of this universe, and if you like that, then you'll you should love Black Adam. Otherwise, again, it's a very low four out of five. I had a good time watching it. It's the best Zack Snyder movie that Zack Snyder never directed. And um, will I ever watch it again? Uh, probably not. But I will. I'm looking forward to Shazam Part Two in the next couple of weeks or months, even. And uh, there it is. Black Adam, four and a half out of, a low four out of five. Ooh, I almost raised it. Inflation. So for the post credit scene, mm-hmm. is there is there a, is there like a, a, an interaction, or is it just literally Superman just pops up? Hello. They have an inter. So Amanda Waller, who I don't know if you're familiar with that name, she's been in the last two Suicide Squad movies. I think she was even in like the Justice League movie. Um, she sends a drone to Black Adam's palace. And she's like, hey, Black Adam, if I can't keep you locked up in my prison, then you can't leave this land. And if you do, I'm going to fuck you up. And he's like, there's no one on this planet that's going to fuck me up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. And she's like, I know people that aren't from this planet. And I'm going to call them a favor. And Black Adam destroys the drone. And then in the smoke, you see a black silhouette float down. And out of the smoke comes Henry Cavill Superman. He's like, hey, man. It's been a long time since anyone made anybody uh, a little, little nervous around here. Uh, you and me, we need to talk. Cut the black. Cool. And it, second question. It, it got the biggest reaction at my screen. Oh, I bet. One lone female all the way in the back went. <laughs> Yay! And I wasn't mad at her, but I was also like, you're the only one doing this, bitch. Maybe you should sit down. You're embarrassing yourself. Well, I've already said my piece about clapping in the movie theater, and you defended it, so that's on you. I still defend it. It's on you. I, I, I am mad at that. I am mad at her being excited for a film. A keto. Second question. Did Superman have a mustache? Negative. Oh. No. In fact, it's, you know, he, he's clean-shaven Henry. Uh, he's, he's, there's, there's no CGI like that has all all, all right angles. <laughs> I want I want Superman to have some facial hair. I think it'd be fun. Well, you should watch Superman and Lois then. Tyler Hoshin only has five o'clock shadow. It's amazing. Like, no, I just, don't want. I don't like, want. I'm a superhero raising two teenagers, and I'm like tired. I don't want. I'm, I'm trying to save the world. I can't. I want like, oh, I'm hungover kind of Superman. He might I be want... hungover. There's a I lot of drinking good... going on in Superman and Lois. Rep like the beard every game. episode, there's a scene where like here. Let me pour you a bottle of wine. Here you go, Superman. Enjoy this red Cabernet. I'm like, oh, thank you, Lana Lang. I, I'm enjoying this Cabernet. I remember her being uh, cute. Anyway. Four, four out of five. Check it out. It's, it's, it's just in movies, right? Because it's movie, movie theaters. It's only in the cinema right now. It'll probably be on HBO Max in two months. 
and um, that's when I'll watch it. Yeah, I, I, folks, again, I apologize for not doing a show last week. We would have done a review for Halloween Ends, and if you want to hear that, that review, check that out this sucks. week's Microdose. Oh, okay. Oh, I enjoyed it quite a Ooh, bit, actually. Okay, well, we'll check until it, it became a Halloween movie in the last ten minutes. Check out my review. It's going to be on this week's Microdose with uh, my man James Marshall from the Where Nobody Knows Your Name podcast, all the way out of jolly old england why are you doing podcasts with english people they're weird they are weird i agree but you know what i have a great time with them and we talk about a lot of interesting stuff and that comes out friday this friday check it out go to bosnet.family also if you want to go to bosnet.family not only can you listen to the entire back catalog of microdoses and sweet science cinema and all that good stuff you can also find the back catalogue of Waffle Box where you can watch all the episodes there. Go to Bosnet.family. Won't you? Yeah. Listen to all of our episodes about Kanye West. Yeah. They're there. Kanye West show. Anyway, that's enough about Black Adam splitting bad people open like wishbones and Kanye West doing stupid things. Let's light let's make some lighter affair and talk about this week's feel good story of the week. Started dancing before the music cue. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. Mute your mic it's insane. It's done. Can I hear it again? That's all right. Uh, yeah. Feel good story. This week's feel good. Just check. Are you good? You good? Can we still hear you? I'm good. Yep. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Um. So this week's feel good story of the week comes from Minnesota. Minnesota. So. There was a once upon a time a Minnesota farmer named Scott Legreed, Legreed was seriously injured back in August in a car accident uh, when he swerved to avoid hitting a puppy in the road. What a guy. Unfortunately, when he went off the road, he ended up breaking his collarbone, a shoulder blade, seven ribs, and cracking two vertebrae. Damn. And sustaining a collapsed lung and concussion. Woo! That's a hell of an injury. All for a puppy. All for a puppy. Good for him, though. Save the puppies. Um, the doctor I said mean, he, he wouldn't be able to... But sure. Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, he probably was like... Fucking, I'm team Maybe he's team cat now. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, doctors said he wouldn't be able to get on a tractor for several months. Now, Legree runs his farm in the town of Frost, Minnesota, almost entirely on his own. And the harvest from his 600 acres of corn and soybeans is his lone source of income. Yeah. Which obviously is a big issue. But once word spread in Frost, Minnesota, population 198, story comes from the Washington Post, by the way, of what happened, one neighbor was able to recruit 18 farmers from the town wow. to help okay. Scott. And on October, back in October 4th, they arrived at his farm with their equipment and in no time had the soybeans harvested for him. Oh, and wonderful. they've already said they're going to come back later this month to help him with the corn. What a nice, what a nice little town. So luckily he's... Uh, mm. Still got his income after saving that puppy and just almost mm-hmm. dying 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he was running that whole thing by himself. Well, it's, it says almost entirely on his own. All right. So he had one or two helpers. Some right. yeah, That's fine. Help. That, that, that makes more sense. It's weird that I don't even just like confirm that. Like, yeah, he had one or two helpers. Um, one, this is what community is all about. You, you, you hear a neighbor has been injured or impacted by something dramatic, and then you go and help them. You don't wait to ask them for help. You just go and fucking do it. And there is a lot of labor involved in this. 600 acres. Like, I don't even know how much one acre is. No, All right. I, I have no like, reference I think to maybe, one acre is. I think there's maybe like a quarter acre in front of my, in my front yard. But I, I still don't, I, I don't even know how to measure that. I would not know how to measure that. So 600 acres of corn and soybeans. Wow. Hey, hey Siri. Um, how big is one acre? Oh, you're just going to shoot. You're not going to say anything. I was going to, you, I thought he was going to have a cameo from Syria. Okay, whatever. So, one acre is 0. 0.0016 miles squared. Zero, zero, zero. That's still, that's still so, like, I don't, what the fuck? It doesn't yeah. tell us anything. doesn't answer anything, but still. But 600 of them. Let, let, let's see if Alexa's got this. Forty-three thousand six hundred something square feet. That still also doesn't help either, unfortunately. Well, so, so that's, I'm, I'm. That's a huge. That's a bigger number. I'm six foot, so that's and forty something thousands bigger than that. So, mm-hmm. that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot of land. It's a lot. So it's good. It's a lot of land, and he's got six hundred of them. So it's a lot of soybeans and corn. Dude, corn. You're gonna, you know, one, I, I think you need to just break down and hire some extra help. And not just for the acres, but for now, all, half the population of your town bailed you out, dude. You owe everybody a favor. Oh, at least a nice dinner. Come to my farm and have Ooh. have some soybeans and corn. Ooh. Also, and it doesn't specifically say in this article, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. Mm-hmm. And suggest if you have so if you swerve off the road to protect a puppy, and have a crash, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. outcome is breaking your collarbone, shoulder blade, seven ribs, two vertebrae, and a collapsed lung, I'm gonna guess this gentleman wasn't wearing his seatbelt. So buckle up, everyone. Buckle up. Yeah, you know what? That there's something about the those midwesterners they're like there's so much land in between destination a and destination b we're like yeah it's just it's just straight road like why do i need to wear wear a seatbelt like i was um was with a dude from texas this past summer and we had to drive not not a great distance or whatever but i was just like here i am putting on my seatbelt to go three blocks and he's like meh whatever i got the the seatbelt is clicked and i'm sitting on the seatbelt while i drive and I was like, you know, man, like I know you're a safe driver and I know we're around safe drivers, but stupid shit happens. And like everything's about safe driving here. So maybe you should wear your seatbelt. But he didn't, and nothing bad happened. So I didn't judge any further. But yeah, god damn it, guys. Wear your fucking seatbelt. Well, I guess you could buckle it up and sit on it. But yeah, the main one of the main reasons I like to wear a seatbelt, no, for safety around here. But funny enough, I was in Texas this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And there is lots of just 
straight roads and not yeah. many people on there. So yeah, I I don't I'm not going to judge anyone. I guess for that, be, ah, whatever, I'll be fine. But you get it. But with modern cars, what my problem is again, you could I guess you could click it and sit on it. But if I didn't want to wear my seatbelt, after a while, the car going. Be, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put my seat on. Jesus Christ. I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I, 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 was... I have also just like, it's two blocks. I'll, I'll be fine. It's not a straight road by any means. But like, and, and sure enough, the thing that bang, bang. Oh, yeah. Bang, the person like... who, so we was like taking it in turns driving, and the guy who was driving, he, I guess he forgot, but whenever we drove off, he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. And after a little while, I, I just let. Can you please, hey. please put your seatbelt on, please? It is just a very unpleasant sound. I guess, but by design. I think it's it's. I think it's designed to be an unpleasant sound. Yeah, like you know, you hear a bell any any time. It's not a big deal, but like something about this, you stop doing that. Jesus fucking Christ! Like fuck. Oh, do you know what would be really what they could replace it with? Instead of the bing, bing, have um, what's the song called? Just have it like on repeat. So until you put your seatbelt on, that love you, like you can't put any radio stations on or anything like that. It just this is all this car plays until you put your seatbelt on. Are we getting lyrics with this, or are we just getting the 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 car version of that? Bing, bing, bing. No, it has to be no. Whoever I can't remember who does that song, but she has to get royalties because it has to have the lyrics. Well, she still gets the annoying part. She'll still get the royalties. Ah, Let's ah, eat. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend or sister owned a Toyota Camry, and every time you used one of the turn signals, didn't matter if you wanted to go left, didn't matter if you wanted to go right, it would go. It play a jingle of. Loving You by Elvis. So, bing, 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 bing. I might even have the song wrong, but like, it doesn't matter. It's not a different song every time you turn right. It's the same. Bing, 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 bing. Clip. And I got to turn right again. It wouldn't start where you left it. It would start with me. Bing, 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 bing. Like, oh my God. Like this. Or oh, what would be really good? Instead of the bing, 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 just say like you start driving without your seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. And it has to do it at a random point. So it can't do it that straight away. It can be like after 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, just randomly. Right, right. Full blast. Samuel Jackson was like, put your fucking seatbelt on. Oh, that, oh shit. Okay. Scared people yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Talk that would this. work. And guess what? Sam would not say no to doing that gig. Great stuff. Look at that. We're saving the world. One episode at a time. Whoa! That was another episode of Hopper Box. Thanks for tuning in for episode 69. We did it, y'all. Make sure you follow us at Box Pod. Oh! What? Did you get the sixty-nine reference? Sixty-nine. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, you cheeky monkey. Uh, <laughs> well, dinner for two, as the kids say. Um, Wafflebox Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Enjoy wafflebox.com for all the links. If you want to buy some sweet merch, which is there in the background for those watching the video version, uh, go to wafflemerch.com. Got some new stuff coming out already, but there's going to be a new design on there soon. Um, you can follow me at only Mike Fish. You can follow this guy at Kush underscore Hayes. And also, if you want to watch me occasionally play some video games, uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash WaffleboxPlays, where I'm currently playing Return to Monkey Island, which is a fun little game. So check that out. Go to twitch.tv slash WaffleboxPlays. But until next week, don't forget to take care of yourselves and each other. That's all, folks.